This is the Press On Podcast. I am your host, Josh, and my equal co-host and producer and funder of this whole operation is the one and only Jeffrey David. Welcome back, everybody. Glad Actually, you're, here. you're probably not the one and only. There are probably other people named Jeffrey David, but you're the only one I know, so to me, you're the one and only. Well, well, thank you. There actually are other ones because I've been friended on Facebook by like other Jeffrey Davids who literally were only looking for other Jeffrey Davids. That's weird. It is weird. That's very... Maybe... maybe it's your government-issued clone trying to hunt you down and eliminate you to take your place. That got dark quick. Wow. This is the new and improved Press On podcast. I, I promise you it's improved. Um, so we got some good feedback about our episodes and about some changes and modifications that might be conducive to uh, helping people more and getting more listeners. Not that we're in it for the listeners, but we have things that God has said is important to say, and we want as many people as possible to hear it. So to that end, we are going to modify slightly what we do. We're going to break up our episode into discernible segments. That actually have their own distinct titles. They do have their own distinct titles. With a very distinct theme. And what is that theme, Josh? Well, the theme, so if you notice in our Press On logo that the O is an on symbol. Ooh. And so we're building off that theme, and we are making each segment named after a phone function or something related to a phone. Is it gimmicky? Maybe, but we don't care. Uh, so to that end, our first segment is called Plugged In. Jeffrey, what does it mean to be plugged in? Yeah, our plugged in segment is is really a two-part segment where the first part is we kind of give you a snapshot and a little glimpse into our lives, and not just our lives, the lives of uh, our families, our friends, mm -hmm. things uh, to keep it honest and, and, and authentic between us and our listeners. Uh, thank you, by the way, for listening. Um, we don't ever want to say that too, too little because we do appreciate you listening. But we just want to give you uh, an authentic sense of who we are, and, and, and we'll talk about things that are happening on maybe big headliners. Like this week is the big headliner is Thanksgiving. Like it is indeed. It's super exciting. It's come upon us. The it end is. of the year is quickly. Unbelievably. Encroaching here. upon us. Absolutely. Inevitably. And then uh, the second half of our plugged in segment is going to be really where we kind of get to the core of not just our idea of what Press On is all about, but what we believe is, is the only important segment. Uh, and everything that follows it is is we're being plugged in to Scripture, being plugged in spiritually to what God uh, reveals to us through His Word. And so we're excited about uh, trying to bring all these things, the, the everyday sense, the community sense, and the spiritual and, and, and application sense, all into one episode. And, and we're excited about that pretense, and I think it's going to be a lot of good. It's going to have a lot of good things uh, for us just talking about it and running through it a few different times before that. That's what y'all understand. <laughs> We've been at it for, for about an hour and a half already, just trying to perfect. And, and obviously, huh, that's a joke because like, we'll ever actually perfect this. You're making me but. very excited, though. I kind of wish I wasn't the co-host of this just so I could listen to it. That's how exciting you're making it sound. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly excited about In it. In fact, I'm officially resigning as co-host uh, of the Press On Podcast. Wow. And, uh, you heard it here first. Yep. Yeah. yeah. To which all of our audience silently rejoiced. <laughs> so, um, so plugged in first half, we're going to talk. Um, I guess macro. By that we mean the larger context of what we're going to talk about. Thanksgiving. 
I have no thoughts on Thanksgiving because I can only think when someone else thinks. Jeffrey, give me your thoughts on Thanksgiving. Hey, that's, at least you're honest. And I'm thankful yes. that you're honest about That's the it. thing about me is that I feel like I have good ideas only when I can say them in reference to other people's ideas. That is intellectual codependence, and that's probably unhealthy. Well, if you think about it, it's just a way of, of uh, you're, you're a compliment. You're like a permanent compliment to yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. Well, thank you. I am thankful for your thankfulness towards me. I got you, bro. Yeah. But uh, I plugged got, in. So, so I got you, bro. Wow. Yeah. This is a very professional podcast. Uh, you can be professional and modern at the same time. Oh, okay, okay. So tell me, Thanksgiving, what are your thoughts? Uh. As always, every year it's it's a special time. That's yeah, what are, what are you doing? Uh, let's let's start with that. What are um, you doing? For we're going to have uh, all of my siblings, my grandparents, all at uh, my mom and dad's house for lunch Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving Day. We always try to get together, and sometimes we just do fun stuff. We try to get together, so, to play games, and I'm and interjecting like again. I'm doing that thing that people say that I shouldn't do, but I just I, I just want to ask. For the record, they say we both shouldn't do. Yeah, well, on you out. The, we all know what they're what they really mean. It's it's me. Um, so you don't have to get too personal here, but is your family the kind of family that gets into conflicts on major holidays when they all get together, or or are you? relatively at, at peace with each other well I, my family is not the kind of family that gets into like serious conflicts like we always pick at each other and, and have fun with it so it's it's a playful conflict mm-hmm. you know so it's it's nothing too serious yeah, I, I asked that because because that question will come up later because I want to make a point about about perhaps if you do have a family in which there's a lot of conflict I want to make that point later so I just want to introduce that and see maybe if that's something that you faced in your family uh, you could say you made a plug I did to your later point foreshadowing that's a literary device that means that I mentioned something kind of veiled that'll come that, that I introduced a theme that will be built upon later in a veiled way even though I outright said it so it's not really foreshadowing it's me saying that I'm going to talk about something we definitely just spoiled it yeah well, that's me. That's me all over. But yeah, Thanksgiving's a great time of the year. Weather's weather's so great. It's it's a little cold for some people, but this is my kind of weather, so I, like I really it. enjoy it. I like it a lot. Of course, Black Friday. I know you're not a huge fan, but we uh, it, it's kind of become more of like a family kind of thing. We always go shopping with either some close friends of ours, or we go with some of our family. I, I've gone with Katie and and Jacob and before and and uh, well, Nick, Katie, and Jacob. I'm sorry, Nick, I didn't mean to leave you out. And I've gone with uh, my friend Stephen uh, several years before. Before I actually even moved to Coleman, that used to be kind of our thing. We we take some of Ashley's family sometimes to go shopping. It's just, I know it's a weird thing to be doing. It's like a family time kind of thing. But it's kind of neat too, though, because you kind of get a continuation of mm-hmm. not just the whole family eating dinner and, and everybody, you know, just, just being all close and confined. You're going to get to get out and, and, and go do some stuff and fight crowds and all you that know, stuff. So. That, that sounds really nice. Until I think about the fact that you're playing into the rampant consumerism of Black Friday. Anyway, I am going to be... See what I did there? I made a jab at you. It's like a little a little jab. That's playful banter. You don't, seem, you don't seem very happy about it. You upset me. Well. Oh, well. I don't care. That's, that's, just, that's just the type of person I am. That's never going to make the air, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's all right. That's okay. All right, Josh, give a little plug into your life, man. My Thanks- life. Thanksgiving time. What do you think of? What are you thankful for? What do you look forward to the most? It's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Um, I look forward to the fact that my family always does ham, either as a supplement to or a replacement for turkey. 
Uh, I know you're not a turkey guy. I don't like turkey. It's bland and it's boring. You know, it was almost the national bird instead of the bald eagle. That would have made Thanksgiving really, really awkward. Yeah. If we were all eating the national bird. I don't actually know if it would be legal to do that. Can you imagine us eating <laughs> bald eagles <laughs> for Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, man. Is that really weird? Yeah, that is really weird. Uh, no, I mean, Thanksgiving, um, well... This year, um, I'm excited for Thanksgiving because um, it's it's gonna be very small. It's gonna be me, my wife, uh, and my mother. Um, it's not like my dad's not in the picture; he'll just be working that day. Um, so it's gonna be a very just small kind of intimate gathering. We're gonna have uh, some ham, some dessert, some vegetables. I mean, they'll have vegetables. I'll abstain because they're gross. Um, but then we were going we're gonna watch some movies. It's, it's gonna be very laid back. Um, most of my family is kind of here, there, and, and everywhere, and uh, um, I don't, uh, I don't come from a super tight knit family, kind of fragmented, um, just through marriage and divorce, and just it's it's, it's not a, as close and tight knit as I I think your family is. There's, there's not a whole lot of consistency, um, but um, but no, I mean it's one step closer to Christmas, which is nice, and it's getting to that point of the year um, that warrants. Self-reflection. It warrants uh, retrospection. I don't know if that's a word, but it's it's retrospect. You 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 start thinking about the past year. Um, it's not quite New Year's, so it's not like you're taking stock of the entire year, but it's getting close, and so you're you're starting to I think it's have have the creeping realization that another year has come and passed, and you start thinking about the magnitude and the breadth of what has happened in this year in your life. And in the life of the nation and of and of the world as a whole, it makes one very very introspective. Um, so those that those are my thoughts about Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, it's just a great time of year all together. It is. It is. So so are you more of a Christmas guy? Um. So I used to be a huge Halloween guy, and I still mm-hmm. love the idea of Halloween, but I haven't got around to doing anything on Halloween the past few years, and so. Christmas has kind of taken precedence as time has gone on. I used to be not anti-Christmas, but I used to I was I was one of those uh, really 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 annoying people who just because everyone loved Christmas, I felt an obligation to love it not as much. Um, but as I've been around people who have who've really loved Christmas and I've seen kind of the joy it brings to them, uh, the joy it brings to a lot of people, uh, I've gotten more and more um into Christmas, and it's become probably the premier holiday. Um, you know, uh, kind of what you mentioned, like, this time of year, it seems, we see the most giving. Mm-hmm. And you see it out of people you don't necessarily expect to be very giving people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really neat thing. And, and uh, you know, it's saddening to see, you know, what's going on in California with wildfires and all those things. But it's encouraging to see uh, people reaching out and taking as, as many steps as they can to help. And, and, and unfortunately, right now, there's not much to do until the fire stops that we can actually help until that, those fires dissipate and, and they go out and recovery and rebuilding can actually happen. But uh, our thoughts and prayers go with them, and, and it's encouraging to see people reach out to do those things. Also, on, on a much, uh, we're thankful and we're happy and excited. Shout out to Blake and Blair. They got engaged today. Yay. They're some of our good friends, so we're Finally. excited. Finally. <laughs> I think they were planning their wedding before they were engaged. Don't do that. Don't do the slicing motion. That's so violent. That's that's a no no. I'm really triggered right now. You should be. Why that's would a, you why would you threaten violence against me? That was an explicit no no. 
You just flicked a ladybug across the room. I did. But no, we are very thankful for them, uh, for their engagement. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. Marriage is great. Engagement yep. is not so much. Me, you've talked about this. Here, here it goes again. Yeah, engagement, it was my least favorite time. That's all a right. Lot of, a lot of pressure, a lot of, uh, well, it's a minefield. It's a minefield. Anyway, what are we talking about again? Thanksgiving. Yeah, actually, I do want to mention something really important. I know you're laughing, but I, I, I do want to get serious for a second. So whenever we're thankful for the things, the good things we have, that's great. And we're commanded to give thanks. Um, but something I've been thinking about a lot lately is that the things that I'm giving thanks for to God are things that, for one reason or another, in his wisdom, God has decided to not bless other people with those same blessings. That for some reason, the Lord has chosen me to live in 21st century America, the most prosperous nation ever, the most free nation ever. I have the best life, and there's, there's people who are far wealthier than I am, but I have the best, I have a better life than probably 99% of all humanity over the course of its entire history. That's very sobering. That's very humbling, especially when, again, I consider the fact that for some reason there's people who don't have those blessings. And I think a lot about how how we can be the answer to someone else's prayers when we give to other people. You were, you were talking about giving this time of the year. You know, we, we, whenever we're in dire straits, we pray a lot to God for, for help and for comfort and for some type of an alleviation of our suffering. But have we ever thought about the fact that we can be the answer to someone else's prayer when we give to other people? And how, and, and Paul speaks about this, that when we comfort other people, when we give other people, not only is that fruit to our account, not only are we ourselves bring, bearing fruit for God, but we are prompting other people to give thanks to God, to, to offer up the sacrifice of praise and thanks to God. And so we're doing something that's good spiritually for ourselves, but also facilitating a higher spirituality for other people and by being the answer to their prayers and by prompting them to give thanks to God as well. I, 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 it's something that's been on my mind a lot, and I think it's it's worth noting, especially at this time of the year when we have a more heightened awareness of, of giving and of thanksgiving. Well, I think that's one idea that's included with uh, when James speaks about that in James 1 about... He, he doesn't just associate it with, like, this is an important facet of Christianity. I mean, he goes so far to say, is it pure and undefiled religion? The system by which we believe and we act upon our faith in God is what? Visiting orphans and windows, window, not visiting windows, <laughs> visiting widows in right. their distress. Yeah, it's giving and caring for those who can't give and care for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's that's the true nature of religion. That is pure religion. That's this un, uncontorted by things that that so easily twist and ensnare it. And I think that's such a such a special thing. And and no, we don't always practice this. The way that we should, we don't. We're not always as giving as caring, but I think this is, is, like you said, it's a really good reminder that instead of just being given and caring and and, and being that example and, and that person that allows themselves to be an answer to prayer for someone else two months out of the year, what if we just took steps? Just okay, maybe it's impossible or very unlikely for you to be able to do it twelve months out of the year. What about ten? Six, 
five, whatever, whatever you can focus and, and do and give, be conscious of it, make changes. You know, we, we, we kind of have, have overstated uh, New Year's resolutions, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, they never, <laughs> they normally never last out of the month of January, but take it more seriously this year. Say, I'm going to be a more giving person. I'm going to be more aware of, of those around me and those I can affect in a positive way. And it cannot, and, and, and can we just say it doesn't have to be money? Mm-hmm. Give them hope. Time is the most precious resource we have and the one that we hoard to ourselves far too often. This is this is dead air, Jeffrey. I know, I, you, right? you looked like you're about to respond. Did I break you again? Not completely. I you know what? Let's go ahead and do a video podcast just so that people can see your reactions to what I say. I, I we could have a an outtake reel <laughs> of all the times I've said something that has made you have an aneurysm <laughs> over in the producer's chair. <laughs> See, Jeffrey doesn't get the credit he deserves, and uh, th- this is a, a small bit of Thanksgiving. Uh, Jeffrey not only functions as the co-host um, and as my personal handler, because everyone knows I need it, um, but also as the producer. He's over there making sure the sound's correct. He's making sure the recording is coming through. Um, but he's also the, the funder of this. Funder, is that a word? I don't know. He funds this thing. Um, he bought the soundboard, the microphones, the computer. I mean, this whole operation came out of his pocket. The only co- contribution I make is my time, and even then I don't come around o- as often as I should. Um, and so uh, a, a big shout-out and thanksgiving to uh, to Jeffrey for putting up with me um, and also for facilitating this th- this whole thing. Um, and that's what we really want to get into. Jeffrey, you, you brought up a great point before we started recording about um, and I'm going to let you talk about it because I don't want to steal your thunder and people think I talk too much. Um, but about being specific, or am I jumping ahead, about being specific in your Thanksgiving. Not just in general, hey, thanks God for all the good things, or hey, thank you just in general, but being specific about our Thanksgiving. Can you, can you illuminate us about that? Yeah, uh, and, and that's going to be our, our app of the day, our challenge of the day. Again, following kind of our So I was, I was getting ahead of myself. No, not necessarily. I think it's an important thing to bring up because as we kind of run through these little snapshots, we get kind of get plugged into the scripture. It's kind of the second half of this segment. Look at you go. You're using the terms and you're incorporating it. It's smooth. No one would have noticed it unless I had brought it to the forefront. You're just on this, man. There we go. I, I really am resigning. You don't need me. <laughs> this is a solo podcast. Jeffrey oh, David. No. I'm just excited about it, but... Uh, maybe as we read some of these scriptures and we think about it and we place ourselves here and we listen intently and then here at the close we think about maybe things we can pray about and, and, and our one application that we would hope you can take away from this and take throughout the week until the next challenge we have, hopefully this time next week, um, especially as you think about spending time with your family, maybe even as you're spending time with them, hopefully you can use these things to to further your love and your appreciation, but really facilitate something in them as well. Let them know why you're thankful for them, and that's going to be our challenge at the end of the show. Listen to us. Listen to us on the way to see your family, but don't listen to us while you're with your family. Yeah, that could come that across little, as rude. That would be rude. Your mom would probably not appreciate that. Your family is probably much better company than we are. <laughs> Pro- uh, very true. Yeah, I mean, I can't deny that. Anyway, I I interjected again. I need to I need a counter, and then I need to give you a dollar for every time I interrupt you. Have a, you'd inter- be a interruption jar. You'd be a very rich man. No, it's okay. All right, so we're getting plugged into scripture. So 
one thing, uh, one one particular scripture, and and I'm going to let you give a little bit of background uh, as far as maybe some things you want to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to talk about uh, things that Paul writes connect in connection with maybe some of Peter's writings. Um, that, that that's all forethought. But one one particular passage I think was kind of rang out as a theme verse was First uh, Thessalonians five. And let's give a little context real quick. The people at Thessalonica were having a hard time with understanding and knowing and and dealing with the gravity of when was Jesus going to come back, and, and it was getting to the point where they were not really working. They were they were hesitating. They were just kind of sitting at their homes waiting. And one of the emphasis of First Thessalonians is you have to go work. You're going to have to go, and 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 he it definitely reinforces that in Second Thessalonians. That's Second Thessalonians actually maybe where if a man doesn't work, neither shall he eat. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, the warning against idleness. So he really reinforces that in Second Thessalonians. First Thessalonians more the instructions about it. But when he gets to the end of this, I know that oh, I'm, I'm going, man. You're in Bible class mode again. Yeah, and, and verse 16 he says, "Rejoice always, pray without ceasing." There's a big theme, by the way, for Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks. The idea of Thanksgiving or giving thanks is in a very close connotation with prayer. Not always exclusively, but definitely tied together with it. And then verse 18, give thanks. In all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Josh, give us your take on this right fast. You had some good thoughts earlier. Yeah, so the the phrase, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, should be not necessarily a warning sign, but something that makes us prick up our ears. Like, oh, this is important. This is the will of God. Of course, everything we read is the will of God, but when the author explicitly states it as the will of God, we need to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And so, in everything, give thanks. Um, What really struck out to me is the idea of in every single situation, not just exclusively the good ones. Mm -hmm. The idea of giving thanks for the pain and suffering in your life is such a foreign concept. And believe me, this is not a concept that I that I immediately gravitate towards. This is something I have to learn to internalize for my own life. Um, but we see, you know, Paul and was it was it Silas when they were in prison and after they were beaten, they went on their way rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for and his they were name. Singing they were singing hymns in, in, prison. in, in prison. They were giving thanks to God. For, for for a situation that was less less than ideal, the entire book of Philippians, Paul is in prison, and it's one of the most uplifting um, uh, texts of, of Christian literature, of, of, of the entirety of Scripture, is written by a man in prison, and he's talking about rejoicing. And again, I say rejoice, and rejoicing, I think, is very closely tied to Thanksgiving um, when, you, uh, when, you, when you see it in the context. Um, and then we and we go to First Peter. We reference First Peter a lot, um, but in this context, the idea that we should look forward to suffering, because as First Peter states, they who have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. If if our if our goal really is to be pure and holy, to be like our God, and if suffering is the mechanism by which we become more holy, then doesn't it stand to reason that we would be giving thanks? Not just for the good times, because the the Lord makes the good days and the bad days. Ecclesiastes tells us that. But giving thanks, especially for the hard times in our life, because they refine us and make us better. 
Uh, and that idea just really leaps out to me. And again, as we as we approach the end of the year, and as we take stock of everything that's gone on, yes, give thanks for the great meal that your grandmother made for you. Give thanks for the fact that you can see family members that you have not seen for a while. But give thanks especially for the trials and the temptations that ref- have refined you and made you wiser and made you more holy. And, and let's be real, it's not like the Bible is the only place you find this kind of stuff. Like yeah. how many how many hit songs can you think of that incorporate this idea? Yeah, you were making fun of me for this earlier. In our in our pre tape, I inadvertently recited the lyrics to a Cl- Kelly Clarkson song of all yes. things. It was, it was quite fantastic because I think you definitely did not know you were doing it, and I'm I sitting here like I, I don't my think head. I've heard that song in years. <laughs> but for but it was so catchy back in the day. It, it was it one of those ingrained myself. Yeah, but um, it, it, it's it's so reinforced and yet. We just don't take time to do it, and and and, and I'll I'll jump ahead. I'm guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one of the challenges for you this week. While you're conscious of giving thanks and being thankful, take time and and be thankful for what got you here. Even even if it's been a down year, be thankful that you have what you have. And and and, bu- I, and building off that, not only giving thanks for the difficult times. About giving thanks for the difficult people in your life, I realize that not not no one has a perfect family, and for a lot of people, Thanksgiving might seem like or any any holiday where there's a large family gathering may feel like you're entering a war zone. Um, there's going to be people who rub you the wrong way. There's going to be disagreements, arguments, old old kind of conflicts that resurface every time the family gets together. Um, but when I, th- when I think about this idea of being thankful for difficult people, let's jump to first Corinthians, the very first chapter when Paul, when Paul talks to the Corinthians, he says, I think in verse four, I thank my God always concerning you. This was a group of people that for the next 14 chapters, he is just laying into them for all of the wicked and evil things that they're doing and all of the ways that they're failing their stewardship of the grace of God. But he is still thankful for them, despite the immense heartache and anxiety and difficulty they are providing towards Paul. And so I think, and we can extend that to God. How many times have we failed God? Have we, mm. have we, have we just completely spurned His grace? And yet God is patient and loving towards us, despite, despite the pain that we cause Him. And so, as you assemble with your family, please remember to be thankful, even for the people in your life who are difficult, and most of the time that's going to be people within your own family. Well, one thing we had talked about, and, and we kind of read just a little bit about, is, and, and I'm kind of weird, I like I'm, I like looking at numbers of things. I like looking up how many times specific words are used mm-hmm. just to kind of get an idea of, of the gravity of that particular word phrase, at least in the English. And so I kind of looked up the, the, the amount of times that the idea of being thankful or giving thanks was pertained to Jesus mm-hmm. in the New Testament and the Gospels. And and, and, it's used, and and he actually gives thanks several different times. And, and, and it's one of those things where I kind of, we always breeze by, like when he feeds the 4,000 and then when he feeds the 5,000 mm-hmm. in a separate instance, that like the big part is he fed 5,000 and 4,000 people out of, seemingly impossible circumstances. Right. And that's what we focus on. But but one thing I notice is like how many times do I skip over the fact that he gave thanks and then he gave it out? 
Like, why would he do that? Like, there's no other pretense of which he instructed until later on that he told them to give thanks and he taught them how to pray. But the one that got me the most was in Luke 22. The Lord's Supper. When he institutes the Lord's Supper. He took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it, as some translations use, and he gave thanks for his own body, for his own sacrifice. Talk about giving thanks for a, a something that is seemingly negative. Give, giving thanks for your own brutal murder, for for your own death and your own punishment, for the 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 righteousness and the hope for others, it is an incredible thought to me. And, and and for so many so many years, I breezed over that, and he blessed it, and he gave thanks for it. And, and and for some reason, and and thank God for this time of the year that we have sitting in this moment right now to be conscious about being being thankful and giving thanks and, and, and having our minds focused on what all that entails and how, how wide, and, wide of a scope that can encompass. Uh, but it occurred to me today as I was reading through those scriptures, and I just thought that was a, a really neat thought about Jesus just to share with, with all of you, and, and hopefully you can share with me, and, and you're probably a much better Bible student than I am. You probably noticed that for years, and I'm just now noticing it. Uh, and if so, bear with me. But it is I remarkable just, how unqualified we are to to put out this podcast. I know, right? But someone has to do it. Um, it's just it's just a great opportunity to, to too good to pass up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for but, which we're very thankful. Um, uh, what what what's our time at, Jeffrey, producer? It's time for us to move on to our next segment, our silent mode. Okay, so silent mode. Uh, of course, you put your phone on airplane mode or silent mode in order to not distract anyone, and so we want to make that. Uh, the title of this segment where we talk about um, topics we can pray about. Um, during Thanksgiving, of course, the idea of giving thanks is linked to prayers you mentioned, and so um, it's it's um, uh, very relevant for the, for this. Yeah, and it's not just necessarily that, too. It's, it's about shutting off the noise of the world. Yes, that's a much better way of saying it. Uh, turning off the noise, turning off the distractions, just spending a few moments, a few minutes, whatever time that you have, to focus in on the most important aspects of, in this case, our daily topic or, or our weekly topic, which is being grateful, being thankful, giving thanks to God for what we have, and, and as Josh has spoken before, what we don't have, and maybe things that aren't ideal. And then we're going to issue a challenge with this. So we're going to have our silent mode where we're, we, we offer up uh, an idea for you to pray uh, in your own time and with your family or with your loved ones, and we're going to give you a challenge with it. And so we're excited about this segment. And I think uh, as I kind of pulled some different family members, this kind of seemed the one that people are most interested in. We're, we, I was really encouraged by that. And so uh, I, I hope it's helpful for you. But uh, today's silent mode, we're going to turn to Josh for for one, for, uh, for an idea that he had. We're going to kind of rotate. And, and there will be times we both maybe offer up our own. Mm. Uh, but he had a, he, uh, in our in our walkthrough, he had a really uh, good idea. And 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 then subsequently, I kind of have had had a good coupling idea with that as far mm. as the challenge goes. So, silent mode, Josh. What's what's our suggestion uh, for prayer of the day? So you, you had mentioned, and, and and you might mention this again about the specificity of our Thanksgiving. That instead of giving just a general thanks, we are specific to others about why we are thankful for them, and we are specific to God for the things that we are thankful for. It's very easy to um, use the expression breeze over certain verses. It's very easy for us to breeze over our blessings and to just give us general, hey, thanks. Um, but when you really, as they say, count your blessings, and as they stack up in your mind and in your consciousness, 
you are overwhelmed by how by by how blessed you are and by how good you have it, especially when you compare it again to the ninety nine percent of people, not just in the present but in the past, who have not had any any of the commodities or luxuries that we have. And so, being specific about your thanks, being mindful of what other people have done for you and giving them the proper thanks, but above all, um, and the, we we know it's almost become a cliche by this point, but cliches become cliches because a lot of times they're true and they're worth repeating. To, to write or to say the same thing again is not grievous for us, but is a safeguard for you, in the words of Paul. Be most thankful for God's sacrifice for you. Be most thankful for the Heavenly Father who sent His only begotten Son into the world to be brutally murdered by His creation offered up as the sacrifice for sins, and then accepting the people who killed him into his fellowship as, as brethren, for, for Christ as brethren, and for God as sons. And so it's great to be thankful for all of our earthly blessings, for the ham, for the turkey, if you're a maniac, um, for the any number of things that we can think of materially, um, but those things are going to pass away. You know that that Thanksgiving meal is going to is is going to be forgotten in a week. Not to mention that we're probably going to regret it like ten right. minutes after we eat it. Yeah. Also, don't be gluttons. That maybe we should have done it about gluttony because that's something that can uh, very easily come into the equation. But uh, just be most thankful for God's sacrifice. Don't let the the overtly physical nature of Thanksgiving detract you from the spiritual blessings, which are which are so much higher. Um, so that would be my admonition. When you're when you're praying, again, give thanks not just for the good things, not just just for the physical things, for spiritual things, and for the pain and suffering that has that has ultimately uh, made you better. And with that, this week's silent mode challenge is issued to ourselves and, and hopefully all of you who listen. Tell your family that you're thankful for them, but but don't don't sell it short there. I think uh, oftentimes when we're thankful, we, we it's kind of, I'll tell you real quick and then we get about our business. Mm-hmm. Our challenge is don't just tell them that you're thankful. Tell them why you're thankful. Make sure that they know that you have thought about and you appreciate truly the sacrifices that they have made uh, for your success, the support that they've given you, the words of encouragement. Um, if it's your parents, I mean, good grief. They dealt with you for 18 years. They let they, they made sacrifices to allow you to live and, and, and pay for all the things that you did while you were there. Tell them why you're thankful for them. Uh, that's this week's challenge, and hopefully you have time to take time, have time to take time to do that. Wow, that was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. E- even on Thanksgiving Day, maybe and again, Thursday, Friday, whatever day you have that mm-hmm. you're able to gather with your family, our challenge is and our hope is that you'll make sure that they know that you're thankful and they know why you're thankful. Uh, just like we communicate with God of why and, and what we're thankful for. Yeah, no, notice the very obvious parallels between, you know, yeah, your physical parents gave up a lot to raise you, spent 18 years at home, but uh, how much does God sacrifice for? How much do we hurt God and yet he still accepts us and still loves us? I mean, that the, the, the depth of that is just um, um, too much for a 30-minute podcast. Um, but we're thankful for you. The audience. Yeah. Don't first, let us understate that because um, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have the show. We're, yeah, the first few episodes that. were rough. I don't know why anyone ca- stayed with us after those first few episodes, but we were finding our bearing. You've been patient with us. 
Um, you've been a great audience. You've given us great feedback. And, um, and we are very thankful for your attention um, and for giving us the chance to do this. I'm thankful to Jeffrey again for making all this happen. And um, we love you all. Yep, we do. We hope you have a great week. Be safe as you travel to and from, uh, visiting with your family and your loved ones. Enjoy your time with them, and give thanks to God for what we have. This is the Press On Podcast. I'm Josh, co-hosting, producing, and funding with me in studio is... My name is Jeff. And we are powering down. <laughs>